0: what's going on paintball peeps. My name is Carl Markowski and you're listening to the playing on podcast. Thank you for joining me. Just a friendly reminder that I will be hosting a clinic down at uh, redheads paintball in Pataskala, Ohio on August 13th. That is a Sunday. So if you guys have not signed up yet, if you're in the central Southern Ohio, Northern Ohio, you know, if you're from anywhere over there, uh, make sure to sign up, uh, come get some paintball knowledge and, uh, and see how I my mind works as far as playing the game goes uh August 13th that is a Sunday that's right around the corner that's next weekend so make sure you get out there this episode is brought to you by actually before I get into the sponsors I have to apologize because for some reason my allergies are just kicking my ass right now so I'm just getting my face just feels bloated and my nose so I'm sorry if I'm sniffling I don't even realize I'm doing it but uh I'm sorry ahead of time. See, I just did one. Sorry. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Dr. Paintball. Where uh, if you head to drpaintball.com, you can check out all of the gear on the uh, on the website. He also has some paintball content under the About Me section. Uh, but there is there's free three day shipping uh, on on uh, on purchases over thirty five dollars. There's a used gear section. Uh, they are trying to help out the paintball community as much as possible, especially with the whole financing feature because paintball equipment is expensive. So they uh, offer some financing, which is awesome. So make sure you head over to drpaintball.com and, uh, and get you some gear. So thank you, Dr. Paintball. We are also brought to you by Charm City Paintball, and he is a, uh, he's a whole headband and head wrap. Uh, conglomerate over there. Uh, I I'm actually collaborating with him on a new uh, pack band, and it's going to be a smaller strip of fabric, dual sided. Um, it's going to it's not going to have a mesh on the back because it's actually just going to be proprietary to your pack. I mean, if you want to wear it as a headband, you can, but it's going to be thinner. It's going to be a little bit smaller, but um, it's going to be awesome. But Head over to his Facebook page at Charm City Paintball and you can check out all of his new fabrics. He has black Gucci, he has normal Gucci fabrics, he has real tree. He has he uses all kinds of name name brands, but all of the headbands are in runs of 10 or less. So really every headband is pretty much custom. So um, check him out Charm City Paintball. Uh, thank you for sponsoring this podcast. We are also brought to you by Charm City and I just said Charm City. <laughs> It's early. Um, we are also brought to you by Carbon Paintball, and they are uh, they are the producers of the the base layer uh, top and bottom which I wear. It's an integrated compression fit top and bottom with arm pads and knee pads. It's two separate things. But uh, if you head over to CarbonPaintball.com, it's it's great gear, high quality. Also coming out with a CC line. Um, you know, it's it's not it's not the top of the line. It's it's just a step below that, so it's a little bit more affordable for people. But uh, but it's still same great look, same great function, same great function. Um, but check it out over at CarbonPaintball.com, and we are lastly sponsored by Planet Eclipse. Each and every episode by the Planet Eclipse. Uh, that is a company that has been paving the way for uh some of these mar- you know marker companies and the the style and the way that these things are built are ridiculous. They just came out with a new CS 1.5 and the LV 1.5. I have not shot the LV 1.5 yet, but uh you know if it's anything like all the other ones, it's it's awesome. So um and if you haven't seen it yet, I shoot an LVR custom by uh, aesthetic anodizing. Make sure you check out my Instagram and all that good stuff, but that thing I've never had a, a problem with it, and I like it so much. I tech it myself. <laughs> so, uh, so thank you to Planet Eclipse for sponsoring this and every podcast. All right, ads are done. No more, no more ads for this one. Um, Nicky Cuba, I know he has not been around for a few years. Got a grown-up job now. He's working on an oil rig, uh, which is crazy. That's. I mean, I've only seen in documentaries and now a movie um, about that whole lifestyle. And that's it's crazy. I think he works, he said 21 days on the rig and then 21 days off. And it's just, it's nuts in the middle on this big metal platform in the middle of the ocean. But I don't know. It's must pay pretty good. Cause that's nuts. <laughs> uh, but you know, Nikki has uh, he's been an influence on my paintball career for sure. He's one of the guys that kind of molded me into the player that I am today. And, he has been, uh, you know, a staple in the game, and it was sad to see him walk away. Uh, I know he had a knee injury, but uh, he didn't really want to go out like that. But you know, he he kind of put uh, at least into my head on, you know, that confidence in playing and that and and playing with uh, lots of emotion and, and with heart, and uh, and I respected him a lot for that. But uh, but I really enjoyed this one, and uh, I hope you guys too enjoy. Uh, all right, man. Well, shit. It's been a long time. How you been?
1: Been good, man. Just uh, chilling, living the uh, the family life. You know, uh, working an oil rig, and uh, kind of fell off in the uh, in the paintball world. But uh, been trying to uh, stay in tune and, and see what's uh, what's hot right now, and teams and players and stuff like that. So.
0: Yeah, you trying then, to come back.
1: Uh, hey, I'd love to. I mean, I, I gotta have a uh, a team that uh, would want this, you know, old veteran. <laughs>
0: well, dude, you're you're a legend in the game, and it? it's like to the kids who don't, uh, who are just starting out and don't know who you are. Um, Nikki used to be this this unstoppable phenom of. Intensity on the field, as well as you know, mind games and all kinds. But we'll get into all that stuff. But uh, yeah, I've been wanting to talk to you for a while. I haven't talked to you in a long time. Um, You were one of my uh, my big brothers on excessive, and uh, and we'll get to that as well. But um, but let's uh, how I usually do these is I like to start kind of in the beginning and uh, Uh like where where you found paintball, but also. Probably like uh, like where you grew up and what it was like where you were at where uh, growing up and if you were in any kind of sports or anything. So
1: so where do you come from? Hey, you're you're this is your show. You, uh, you <laughs> I, do I do what I want. Do what I want. I'm bad boy. <laughs> um, you know, uh, growing up out of the uh, streets of Long Island, uh, West Islip, and um, you know playing uh, with a local team you know, that was out of uh, Cousins Paintball, and it was, you know, some of the stuff that I've told you about in, in, in the past, um, you know, these uh, newcomers don't really know about, but uh, you know, I grew up, you know, literally like 10 feet away from a uh, paintball store, and you know, from there was hanging out, wanting to be a you know, um, paintball player and, and working in the uh, paintball store to, uh, kind of, you know, pay for my, uh, pay for my craft, you know?
0: Now, how did, how did that come about? Like were in high school and growing up, were you pretty active like in sports and being competitive and how did you figure out what paintball was and, and where the store was?
1: Yeah. I mean, literally like it was. Ten feet from my house, and uh, my brother played. Um, older brother? My fa- yeah, older brothers. Uh, I grew up with uh, two older brothers. Um, they were soccer players, lacrosse, and you know, it was like kind of like a uh, a family thing to get into soccer. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I turned it into just doing paintball, it was more like what are you doing? And especially around neighborhood, it was like paintball. Are you yeah. serious? Like, you know, like it, just how it is now, it's still the same, you know, talking to people, you know, on the rig and, um, in my travels, it's, you know, what do you mean you played professional paintball? Yeah. You it's know, still it's still unknown. a, still unknown. Um, but still a, uh, a sport in itself that, you know, you get athletes, you get, um, tons of revenue in the business. Uh, you, now you have uh, Nike under armor, you mm. know, battling out with, uh, the pro teams. So it, it's taken that next step into, uh, you know, where I was dream- dreamed it would come to. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I was always wanting to, uh, you know, be the best in long Island. So, you know, I always challenge everyone and, um, we wound up playing in uh you know woods around long island and and stuff like that then we wound up going to the paintball fields wound up building you know a five-man team mm-hmm. you know just like everyone does you build a five-man team 10-man team you know now you know you have anywhere from 12 to 14 people on your uh roster you know because of uh the style of play but right.
0: uh was that including your brother on the team or was this uh, other
1: in, in the beginning yeah it, it was uh, you know my older brother and um, that was you know who captivated me to uh, to the sport where it was like hey you know I want to uh, I want to be like my older brother mm-hmm. you know and, and I want to do what he's doing you know it's a badass sport you yep. know that's all I kept on thinking of and um, as you hear my my boy Hudson running through <laughs> with my wife. Um, it was, uh, it, it was just something that, you know, it, it was addicting. I mean, uh, as soon as you, uh, got a taste of it, I mean, that adrenaline rush, um, I played sports, like I said, uh, soccer, lacrosse, football, wrestling, it didn't matter what it was. It, it as long as it was competitive, Yeah, that was for me. What was your favorite you before, know, uh, paintball came around? Uh favorite before paintball. I mean, I was really good at soccer. Um, it, if I would have stayed with that, I think, you know, it would have been a, a little bit different. I, I played with a, uh, a New York team that, uh, won States, um, oh, really? two guys actually went to, um, the MLS. Um, but you know, my area was almost frowned upon, you know, like, you're playing soccer come on bro like you're not playing football
0: <laughs> yeah you're
1: not playing lacrosse like that's a badass sport <laughs> uh yeah. soccer is more of a uh, you know woman's sport Non-contact. you know and uh, yeah yes. uh, and uh you know you look at it now and you're like i wish i would not have listened to anyone because <laughs> you look at europe you look at all across the world what's the main sport soccer mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, you know, um, I I think that was my best sport. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And soccer's I played soccer when I was uh, when I was younger. I think soccer is one of those sports. It's a it's a good
1: like. Uh, is that your little boy? Yeah, that's Hudson. <laughs> Bring him over here, Chris. Yeah, let me see him. She's gonna hate it. Hey, Chris. Hi. hi. Hey. Hi. Say hi. That's Carl. That's Uncle Carl. He looks just like you. Say hi. hi. Show him your teeth. Uh, I see your boy.
0: teeth. <laughs> you got a little gap you like my me? little boy does. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: hey, peace out. Say peace out, Cub Scout. Peace out. <laughs> Dude, they grow up so fast. It's crazy. Yeah, man. Uh, it was like yesterday he was born and my uh my daughter was um you know just uh three now they've reversed roles he's three and she's six and um the uh the stuff that comes out of her mouth is hilarious <laughs> hilarious you know they uh they retain a lot
0: <laughs> yeah yeah my little boys, he's saying a couple words but he can comprehend a good amount but he just he's refusing to say anything more than duh and uh yeah hi that's about, that's about
1: it <laughs> he's, he's got your eyes man yeah
0: he's, he's a good looking boy he's a riot man he's a riot. yeah
1: it, it it's definitely a uh a different aspect you know uh growing up you know being a paintball player and you know you're just a paintball player and then uh when you bring a kid into the world and, and a family mm-hmm. you know and uh it changes you so uh oh yeah I and mean, that's One of the reasons that, you know, I had to uh, bow out a little early.
0: Yeah, I can, well, and I forget who I was talking about it with, but, uh, you know, as much as a team sport paintball is, paintball is a very selfish sport. Like, you have to dedicate a lot of time and effort and sweat and blood and tears into this sport, and uh, it doesn't leave very much room for anybody else besides your team. I mean, that's uh-huh. who you're dedicating yourself to.
1: Oh, well, it, it's basically like another wife, you know, <laughs> you have to, you, you have to commit, you know, you're committing, uh, weekends and
0: if you don't, they get mad. It, if you don't,
1: they get mad. They, they want to, <laughs> you know, not give you any nookie,
0: Yep. you know, and no uh,
1: playtime, no playtime. <laughs> that's a nucky. <nookie>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, it is what it is. And, uh, you know, as a person, uh, as a uh, athlete and player, you got to come to, uh, you know, come to yourself and, and realize, you know, where you're at.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: You know, if you're not able to make it in the world of paintball, like some people are, you know, like you look at tons of people, uh, that own fields and own companies and, and things like that, you know, they are, uh, they're blessed, man. You know, mm-hmm. I wish that, um, I had uh, been able to, uh, you know, conquer my goal of, you know, moving new school and uh, up to the next level and uh, opening a paintball field and stuff like that. You know, I'm still looking to do that in Tennessee.
0: Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. And I mean, it's kind of a sad thing to to think about. And I mean, you've been in that position where it's like you reach you reach your initial goal of Playing professional paintball—that's what you want to do ever since you started playing paintball at a competitive competitive level. You, is you wanted to play pro, you want to play for the uh-huh. best team, or you know, you, you know, fuck that—you wanted to play for a team and just compete at pro. You just wanted to be the best. Uh-huh. But that's not, you know, financially and a lifestyle that's not—that's still not capable right now. I mean, a, a handful of guys can make that happen, but you have to be one of the top five, ten guys to be able to do that I feel. So you have yeah, to yeah. Go so no.
1: I, but also with that, you know, you have to have the correct backing. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to have the, the people behind you supporting you with um with money, um, with um your marital status, so to speak, you know, like that they're gung ho about it. They see, you know, what you see. Yeah. And um you know some people that have come into it don't know you know what you've been through where it's gone from you know from nothing to something Mm -hmm. and uh you know you got to show them that i mean and uh it's just meeting the right people at the right times you know or just growing up in the right family yeah yeah
0: exactly and it's really i feel like the only way that you can make a living in the sport even reaching even not reaching pro is starting a field or or a company or doing something like that because strictly playing on a professional team as a professional player does not cut it you you'll no, get...
1: you, don't, you don't have 401k you don't have health care you don't have um you know you, it, it's kind of like football you know like mob you're guaranteed money football nfl if you get hurt, it's like, say vie, peace out, mm-hmm. you know, Cub Scout. Uh, I'll, uh, it was nice knowing you. You know, you're not getting your money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know,
1: and, and uh, you know, that's just how it was with Paintball. And uh, we've tried through the years to uh, take it to that next level of being so structured where it was like MLB or, you know, any of the other uh, top tier sports where you would have that backing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it, it's a, uh, it's a hard road to conquer, but I mean, you look at it now, you know, from when I started, man, I dreamed of when Nike and Under Armour and Adidas and all these companies would come in. And, uh, the year I left, uh, I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> You know uh, they're com- they're coming in now, yeah, wow, you know, but um you know I, I've been uh, staying in touch with it and uh, you know staying in touch with uh, we're playing uh-huh. and um, actually just started uh, get back in the, a little bit of coaching. Uh, oh, I really? uh, went down to uh, Alabama, started coaching a team out of uh, brothers of arms. Mm-hmm. And um you know, met a uh badass dude named uh Mr uh, Mr. Lennon and um you know he's about growing paintball in Alabama mm-hmm. where it is a uh, a hard area, you know, just as Tennessee to uh grows sport. Not many uh not many fields, not many teams, players, mm-hmm. but um you know, he's putting forth the effort and uh so i went down there did a clinic and uh he actually just um called me in the past uh few days and asked me to come down and take over coaching a a d3 team which uh you know i talked to him about and uh moving forward with that and um you know it's uh but i mean at the same time it's getting my uh my wheels turning you know like I think I could still, uh, still get down. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. It's like riding a bike, man. Yeah, you, you, you know, you're a little wobbly coming back at it, but you never forget how to do it, and you just you bring it back up straight and go back, you know, to where you were. So, yeah. Um. Let's uh. Let's go back to when you started forming a team uh with your brother, and then where kind of did it go with that? Did you guys start playing tournaments right away, or was it still in the woods? And then. Uh, kind of where did it go from there after you guys started forming teams
1: yeah it was still in the woods i mean um we had uh formed a team uh we started playing uh at an indoor field that cousins paintball had um started up it was all on sand Mm -hmm. and in a very unlightened area you know it was in a uh a warehouse where the had you know minimal lights and stuff like that but you know you'd i'd work and then i'd play and uh we wound up forming a team and from there we wound up you know winning that tournament and you know pushing ourselves onto the tournament scene in long island mm-hmm. and uh my brother wound up you know he was um seven years older than i was so you know, girls and, and life, you know, took him apart from us. Right. Uh, but he he kept on playing a little bit. But um, for the most part, it was me and a couple of friends, you know, around the neighborhood where uh, we just kept on competing, um, got seen by, you know, local teams that were a little bit better than us and wound up going on to uh, a team called – timberwolves we started complete chaos Mm -hmm. with uh me my my brother my buddy ryan uh and my buddy yosh and uh we wound up you know forming that team and then we kind of split ties a couple of us there was three of us that went on my brother and my buddy ryan peterman And, and uh we went up to timberwolves and then from there you know, complete chaos was like end all be all Mm -hmm. in New York paintball. That was 10 men. Oh really? Um, They wound up, you know, letting us play. Well, not letting us play, but they had us come on the team. We played an event with them and that was at the uh, Pittsburgh MAO. And that was in, I want to say like, 98, 97, Uh and from there, uh, that year, the team had kind of collapsed slash formed with Ground Zero. And um, Ground Zero was the culmination of, you had Chain Gang, and you had the East Coast Eliminators, and you had some guys from northern New York.
0: Mm -hmm. And that's how we formed Ground
1: Zero. Yeah. And uh, it's all 10-man teams. And we wound up forming that. You know, that was before, you know, I guess I want to say 2001, 2002 was the year that it kind of went downhill from 10-man. Not downhill, but it just left from 10-man to 7-man and 5-man. Yeah, the uh, the format started changing around. mm Mm-hmm. So um, we wound up, you know, coming together as Ground Zero before actually uh, Ground Zero happened. Mm-hmm. And um, the the year after Ground Zero happened, you know, um, and all that stuff in New York, uh, we changed team New York Extreme. That's when I left. I went to uh, Chicago Aftershock, and that's when the NXL had actually started. So that was around, you know, 2001-2002.
0: So when you were on Ground Zero though, is that when you when you guys got your first prof was that your first professional win was with Ground Zero?
1: Yeah, I was um 16 years old. It was our first event in SkyDome. Mm-hmm. Um it was the first time that we had a actual event in a uh, stadium and it was uh, five-man format airball for the first time. Are you there, Carl? Because you're uh, freezing up.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm still here.
1: Okay, cool. Um, so, uh, yeah, for the f- first time, you know, they had airball. It was um, more or less um, inner tubes mm-hmm. that had basically like a uh, a little liner around them so yeah. that it would go three high. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that was kind of the start of Airball. And that was my first taste of it. You know, um, my uh, my mom let me go with uh, some random strangers uh, to this event. Yeah,
0: that's how it always <laughs> you is know with that... paintball. It's always random strangers that your parents don't really know and your friends at home don't really know. But, no, mm-hmm. yeah, it's okay. It, it, don't worry about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, because um, she knew him from the paintball paintball store. It was a uh, army/navy su- surplus. Mm-hmm. It was, um, you know, guys that she had seen every day. Because if she couldn't find me, that's where I was. I was over there. I was fixing equipment or just being a pest.
0: Just, yeah, just you hanging know,
1: out. Just hanging out, running around in the back. You know, um, they would get ten shots for a dollar you know, out of a uh, Splatmaster or PGP. Nice. You know, uh, CO2 style. And uh, I don't know if some of those guys that are listening right now know about that. But, <laughs> you know, that's what, what I grew up playing was uh, CO2 and, um, you know, little 12-gram cartridges. So, um,
0: What was your first you know, big marker after that?
1: Uh, went on to... You know, from a SWAT master a PGP, I I went backwards, man. I went from a, a yeah. mini mag to a titman, back to auto mag, back to a mini mag, um, back to STO, and um, just kept on, you know, going up from there. You know, it was a uh, it was a cool experience to see uh, the evolution of uh, of the guns.
0: Was, uh, the first time you
1: shot an Intimidator, was that when you were on GZ? Or did you even shoot an Intimidator when you were on GZ? Yeah, we were actually the first team that got sponsored by them, uh, besides Bob Long. You know, um, GZ was, uh, the, the team that he, uh, put forth the effort, you know, on, uh, sponsoring besides his own team. Yeah. And, uh, that was, you know, night and day difference, you know, from, uh, intimidator slash you know when we had an angel yeah you know uh i played with alex lundquist and uh max who had eggy who was a uh dude from finland who invented the eye so the optical eye that uh lets you shoot so many paintballs
0: that break beam. yeah yeah
1: was uh from that dude and uh you know, we got to, uh, be a part of that evolution.
0: That's crazy. That, that, now, how did, how did the Lone Quest brothers, you know, get onto, uh, GZ? Uh,
1: that was from Alex. Alex was, um, working in New York, met up with, uh, Will Arroyo, one of the guys I looked up to and he wound up, you know, befriending Will. They wound up meeting at a, uh, a bar or a club mm-hmm. and he said hey why don't you come you know play some paintball and uh alex was uh ex you know uh swedish uh service you mm-hmm. know he was uh in the army over there and um wound up you know loving the sport um his brother wound up loving the sport and um that was uh the end all be all i mean uh we played every single weekend, nonstop, you know, whether it was, you know, a, a holiday or, or what have you, birthday. Didn't yeah. matter what it was. We were playing.
0: Yeah, that's cool. I I Will was one of those guys, too, that I always thought was, when I first started playing, I heard about, uh, I actually had a Ground Zero Intimidator. And I heard about Will, I heard about you, and the Lone Quest brothers. And, uh, you know, I, Will especially, he's so... Like, mysterious. I don't know that much about him, but he was so, like, out there in your face. And, uh, it, I, I I don't know that much about him.
1: Where did he come from? Is he from New York? Yeah, yo, born and raised in Brooklyn. And, uh, just a, uh, a real ass motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, uh, dude was, uh, the guy that showed me how to, uh, bring your game to the next level, be in your face. Uh, non-stop, you know, um shit talking, you know, 1 on 1 with him. Yeah. You know, uh mind games, you know, that that you didn't think of, you know, as a player, you know, when when you're actually out there, you know, that actually takes another game to do. Yeah. You know, within the game. Yeah. You know, you, you're you're playing your game of paintball, but if you get them out of their game, you know that that is a uh, another aspect that is undoubtedly like one of the the biggest attributes that you get.
0: You know what's crazy is that, you know, because I, you know, anybody listening and and knows Nikki and knows how he uh, how he used to play. I mean, it used to be first thing was mental. It was it, you would used to fuck with people, and I, I loved it. I thought it was great because you were. Th- you were one of the the better ones at it. and uh, nowadays, honestly, there is none. there There is like no shit talking. No everybody walks by each other, goes to the start box. Everybody's like looking down. And just recently, I've kind of like I've kind of like, man, this is this is kind of shitty. like you know, we need to kind of pick it up. And I started mm-hmm. like I, I'm starting to like stare guys down and like talk a little like, hey, man, where are you going as we're like passing each other by? like I know where you're going, man. I see. you. I know what's going on Mm -hmm. and um i'm trying to work on my my nikki cuba uh talk shit game but uh it's weird because it's not it's not a part of the game anymore and it's so confusing because i remember seven man it was huge because you used to be around the players all the time and used to be able to like for a couple minutes stare down and be able to talk to each other and uh you know talk to the other team and shit with them and everything but but it's like it just it doesn't happen anymore it, it really yeah weird. I mean
1: uh I think I think that's just a uh a, a bridge of like you know players coming together and becoming friendly and you know uh if you do do that then you're breaking your your uh, friendship up you know that that mm-hmm. bond that you have with that person um I mean I live with dynasty you know uh so it was nonstop shit talking on the field. And then we, when we came home, it was, you know, just a brotherhood, you mm-hmm. know. It, it, it was different, you know. Uh, but when you're on the field, you're with your team, you're behind your team. You know, if I was wearing, you know, GZ colors, excessive colors, Ironman colors, infamous, it didn't matter what I was wearing, you know, that was my team. Mm-hmm. You know, and that that's who I backed. Um, but you know, when we came home, you know, we did a little shit talking, but I could go grab, you know, uh a bite with Alex or Yosh or any of those guys, skinny Kevin, and um just chill out. But you know, when we're out there they know, you know, I'm out there to win. Mm-hmm. They're out there to win. And uh I'm all about my team. Yeah. And that's that's what it's gotta be about.
0: Yeah, it does, and I just don't. I just don't think there's enough shit talking. It needs to come back. Maybe you can bring it back. Maybe you can help me no, bring it back.
1: I'll try. You know, <laughs> we'll uh, maybe we'll have some, uh, you know, Monday and and Wednesday and Friday conversations. There
0: you go. <laughs> yeah, we we need to. We need to. Um, let's go back to uh, when you joined AfterShock. What was the reason? Uh, For the for the jump over to AfterShock, especially like winning your first uh, pro match with the GZ, and like what happened? Uh,
1: well, won the first pro match. Um, wound up going pro a year after that because I was still amateur Mm -hmm. playing with the amateur team. The 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 pro team actually won, so I was a part of it, but it wasn't me. Sure, you know. Um, but you know through practices and. And trials and and uh, everything of, uh, of that nature, you know, I showed them that, you know, I could be on that level. Mm-hmm. So they had brought me up, which, you know, in my eyes, you know, now looking back, you know, it could be, you know, a, a great thing could be a bad thing. You know, you might have made a bad decision or a good decision, but you can't uh, live on the past. But um, it was a uh, a good experience. You know, I wound up. Being able to see the world, um, going from there and fighting through, you know, being kind of mediocre. Mm-hmm. You know, we won one event, you know, with uh, GZ in LA in uh, 2001. Yeah. Went up winning uh, a couple in Europe and bringing home a uh, a world title. Um, it just didn't feel like. I was able to put forth, you know, my voice. Right. And I wound up, uh, you know, heading out and parting ways. And, uh, a bunch of guys were, you know, pissed off, but they understood. And, uh, wound up, you know, going and, uh, talking to several teams. I went and tried out for the Ironman of LA. Mm -hmm. Bob's long Ironman. Um, also tried out for you know aftershock and and, um right then they were trying to start uh miami effect and and things of that nature and i just found a a good place with uh with aftershock it was guys that i grew up you know kind of idolizing with rusty malcheski and um spud and and billy shransky and um when I'm feeling just comfortable there, Todd, uh, Martinez had, um, been there for a year. Mm-hmm. He had told me about, you know, how he liked it. And, uh, me and Todd had become, you know, really good friends. And, you know, as of today, you know, best of friends. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it was a, uh, it was the right decision at the time, you know, I stayed with him for a year, um, uh, played some good paintball, and, um, you know, uh, at the end of the year, sponsorship, you know, stuff came into uh, speculation and, you know, once again, had to uh, look to, you know, take care of myself. You know, uh, I was looking at paintball as, as being, you know, my NFL or my MLB. Right. You know, and uh, take care of myself. So uh, I wanted to partner ways with uh, Rennick and. And that's shock boys, but I mean, they showed me the way. They took care of me. It was just, uh, it was just time.
0: Good experience. But uh,
1: it, it was a great experience. I mean, they showed me. You know, if Will didn't show me a way to shit talk, they showed me a way to be angry and shit talk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're definitely good at that. What? How old were you uh, at this time?
1: Uh, at that time, I was uh, about twenty
0: so so still a young pup uh,
1: yeah still a young pup i was uh in and out of chicago you know living there with uh ryan williams one of the uh best players ever that i think that could play the snake Mm -hmm. um and uh you know had him grooming me billy shransky and um you know like i said i was a young pup you know when and, and learning the game still you know i was uh not where I needed to be still, you right. know, uh, you're still, uh, learning as a, uh, as an athlete, as a, uh, as a player and as a person.
0: Still trying to find yourself and your, your, your spot in the world. Even yeah, or... I
1: mean, you know, you're, uh, you're thinking, you know, I, I love when I uh, teach clinics still today, you know, one of the things that I try and break down is that, uh, you're not just a front player you know um if you think you're just a snake player you know you're crazy because at one point or another we can easily go to doritos and you could be way better at it you yep. know or if you're a mid player you got to become a front player same thing as a back player you got to become the front player you know you got to be able to you know handle every single aspect of our sport you know as a uh, as as things come about as uh the game breaks down.
0: Yeah, you have to be Yeah, and even back then, uh you know, even with seven man and, and ten man, you had to be versatile. If you if you mm-hmm. weren't versatile then you know then you didn't really have much to bring to the table if you couldn't play mm-hmm. multiple spots and you didn't have the paintball patience of timing and you know, and, and knowing when to go and all that good stuff. But uh
1: I'm getting some water. Hold yeah. on. <laughs> no worries. I'm with you. Uh,
0: so where did you end up going after, uh, after Aftershock?
1: After Aftershock, that yeah. was um, my time going on to uh, Excessive. Oh, really? Um, that was when Ironman was uh, breaking up. Um, I had once again went to uh, Bob long went to uh, a couple other teams and um, you know tried to uh, once again find my uh, find my home mm-hmm. and um, it was you know then uh, actually just broke out a uh, a book where I have a, a binder where you know, I kind of stopped it, you know, at that time. Um, when I, when I chose, I went up moving out to California, living with Maddie on the couch, um, went up moving downstairs from him and, you know, going out, trying out for all the Cali teams. And, um, it was, you know, a, uh, experience in itself to uh, kind of figure out where, you know, I fit in. and um, So you lived on a managed yeah. couch
0: before Excessive?
1: It was like right as Excessive was forming, yeah. Um, hmm. I was, uh, I told him, I said, hey, I'm going to go play with Dynasty. And uh I said, all right, you know, cool. And um, we lived a block away from the beach, went down to the beach, Kind of chilled out, met, you know, kind of meditated and sat on it for, uh, you know, for a night. Uh-huh. And uh, next day, uh, I was like, you know what? That's like going to the Yankees. You know, <laughs> they've already won everything. Yeah. They've they've done everything. You know, if I go there, I, I'm kind of just like jumping on the bandwagon. And, and
0: uh, you're not building something that hasn't been there.
1: Exactly, and uh, that's what I wanted to do. You know, I, I've always went up against, you know, Oliver and Alex and, and Ryan and, and Yosh, and, um, you know, I love them. You know, the the those are some of my best friends of the world. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm so glad that I met them, so glad that, uh, you know, I got to live with them, got to uh, play against them. Got to uh, befriend him and uh, call them my family, yeah. but um, you know at the same time, you know I wanted to uh, set my own mark, you know put my own little etch in the stone. Yeah. And uh, that was, you know, the next day I was like, you know what, Maddie, we're gonna we're gonna form this team. We're gonna fuck them up.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's it, it's crazy how little things change and how things worked out you know just imagine if you if you would have just went with dynasty or you know if, if... oh
1: yeah i mean life would have changed yeah you know yeah. i could still be in california instead of tennessee i wouldn't have these two beautiful children beautiful wife you know uh you know everything would have uh everything would have been different but uh everything happens for a reason you know and, and you live uh life till its fullest you know my buddy uh Alex Lundqvist always told me that you know um, you live life till its fullest and uh take everything as it comes to you,
0: yeah
1: you know and, and you gotta conquer it
0: what uh would you say that your excessive years that you were with them was that your defining moment in paintball that you're you're your coming to per se mm uh.
1: I don't know. I mean, uh, that's a good question. Uh, when you called me uh, a couple of days ago, you know, I wanted to get um, a head start on it. And uh, you said, you know, I don't want to do that. <laughs> you said, uh, I like doing it, you know, on the fly and stuff like that. And I uh, I waited actually till uh, about an hour ago. And I was like, hey, Literally haven't played paintball in probably three years. Last time I played was World Cup. I had a blown out knee and uh, just played on it. And, um, you know, it was a, uh, to me it was a bad way of going out. You know, it's not the way I uh, ever seen myself going out that way. You know, I was see myself going out on top hmm um but you know other other stuff came about and, and um it was uh you know the it was just you know my story so um I guess you know looking back it's like the excessive built me into the player that I needed to be and got me to where I was with all those you know trials and tribulations and, and uh downfalls and ups and downs of you know thinking that we were supposed to be something that we weren't and then overcoming that and becoming mm-hmm. that and then
0: being a big part you know, of
1: that yeah Um, you know, I mean, I owe a lot to uh, Maddie Marshall. I mean, that dude kept me grounded. Uh, Rich Telford pushed me to no end. Uh, David Williamson, um, and uh, you know, all you guys, you know, you coming up as a young buck in there, you know, me wanting to uh, show you the the right way to come up, you know, and, um, I think that paved the way for me to get to where I was when I chose once again. I mean, I came up to that roadblock where it was dynasty again, or now it was Ironman Mm -hmm. and, um, (laughs) same, same scenario where, I chose Dynasty and then I had Oliver, uh, Mr. U, who I've always loved playing with. He's my brother from Another Mother. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh that dude was uh for me the epitome of Long Island and, and New York paintball. This aggressive in your face, um a good hearted person,
0: you yeah. know.
1: Some Some that you want to be around, and uh they both said, you know, yeah, if you want to go there, go there you know uh, and uh once again, it came into my head of the Yankees <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know the Ironman was something, and it'd be cool to bring him back and uh you know, with the the personnel that they had, it was Oliver, Mister U, um, Mike paxton just signed, uh, Marcela Margot was just coming up, mm-hmm. Mouse was just coming up, um, and I seen these guys, you know, day in and day out in San Diego playing, and at events, and you know, just at. Uh, Pick up games that we had at uh, Hollywood Sports over at Bear's Place or uh, for at Velocity, um, and I was like, you know, these guys got what it takes, you know, and they have the drive. Yeah, you know, they're they're putting forth the effort. They're uh, they're wanting to put forth the effort, and I think that's what captivated me to want to go to the Ironman, and so, I think. For me, the Ironman was what put me, you know, to uh, another level. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think excessive got me to the level. But, you know, going to uh, the Ironman was, you know, where I had put forth the effort to – I had a, a personal trainer – I had brought the personal trainer to the team. I was paying for him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was uh, on that next level of, of just, I just kept on seeing what is today of, you know, what I've always wished for. And I'm so glad that Nike, Under Armour, the big companies are coming in because that's all I've ever wanted for paintball was. Yeah to go that next level and be treated as a real sport. So before
0: we get too deep into the, uh, in the Ironman and that whole, that whole thing, what was the, uh, what was the move like from excessive to Ironman? What, what was the reasoning behind it?
1: That was hard, man. I mean, we had, uh, fought fought for a uh, long four years and, um,
0: which is a long you time know, to be on a
1: payball team. Yeah, I mean the uh the friendship, the it is a family. I mean you'd say it's bullshit or whatever, but uh I mean 4 years of uh living at Richard and Gina's and Maddie's couch mm-hmm. and driving 8 hours up, 8 hours down, getting stuck in traffic. I mean, you did that drive with us. Mhm. Um you know, it turn into 12 hours in a car with someone. You know, whether it was with uh, Matty U or uh, Spura, you know, doing uh, Monkey with a Gun. Um, that was a uh, that was one of my hardest choices. And um, but, you know, we had backing um, that didn't come through. We were uh, we were owed money. And once again, you know, I'm looking at my future.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, at that time, as a single man, you know, just as a uh, as a as a dude trying to make his way, and um, things didn't come about. You know, we were owed money. You know, each player that was uh, supposedly um, an owner, we were owed. Uh, you know. 30, 40 grand. And, uh, you know, we didn't get that money. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we were paying players. Uh, we had um, Dave Baines, Glenn Takamoto, John Richardson. The, I mean, the, those guys, once again, you know, they, they brought me to that next level, too. I mean, uh, you know, playing with those guys, um, their hunger, their want for being number one was always always oh, right in front of your face. And uh I seen, you know, Dave leave. Davey went to uh Dynasty. I finished out the season because uh you know, I just thought that was the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I uh you know, I'd signed on, even though uh, you know, things happened and we kinda got screwed over. Um, I felt that You know, I owed it to uh, the guys on the team, Uh and um, we wound up, you know, doing a good showing. Um, We're getting, you know, uh, top places and stuff like that. But um, you know, it was just, it was just time. You know. uh, Well, the team was the same, but you know, looking you know further into it you know you're trying to look at you know what's going to happen in the future you know that they panned out this whole thing of you know you're going to be a millionaire right (laughs) yeah and uh you know that that didn't even pan out to get me paid for the year yeah so
0: uh it's such a shame man because i mean you you maddie you know, all the all of you guys were such a huge influence on not only my paintball style and uh, and personality, but my my real life personality. I mean, you guys were my big brothers growing up on that team that I that I never had, and you especially. I think I think the reason why you were such a big influence on me is because you played a lot with emotion. Like I I wouldn't I wouldn't put you up there as like the most athletic or or flashy Come on, or th- man <laughs> No but, but I'm saying like what you're Come what, on, man. what what I'm you were fast known for out there. <laughs> <laughs> But to me you just you the reason you were at another level to me was because you laid it all on the line, right? It was it was everything. Every game had 100% heart and you just left everything on the field and I admired that so much and I think you are such a huge Hey, I got a reason. question
1: for you yeah i'm not trying to cut you off no it's all right can i uh throw you on the charger and, and still talk to you for sure okay just because i seen the uh it's low red, power mode shit. go on
0: the red battery of death
1: uh-huh. hold on let me get a chair over here yeah no worries <laughs> I farted. Sorry. That's okay. My bad. Water and dip. Hey, you no, know it is. <laughs> I live in Tennessee now, bro.
0: <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I just you know I just admired the way you played the game and how you you let nothing stop you, and I think that was uh, very influential on my part, and I just wanted to thank you for that.
1: Appreciate that, man. That means a lot. You know, uh, looking back at it, you know, you always wonder, uh, you know, if you help one person, you know, that means a lot. And, uh, you know, to uh, see what you've become, man you've become, it's uh it's pretty amazing you know uh you were always a uh, crazy zany you know uh comedian i mean, you, you just were uh, hilarious the whole time and uh so you become a father now it is a uh a, amazing thing and uh, i respect you for that
0: i appreciate that man i really do it's it's been it's it's an adventure for sure with the little one, but um, yeah, you know, it, is. it 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 just like in paintball, yeah, man. It's takes it takes you to the next level.
1: Uh, how you do it with playing now, man?
0: It's it's tough because I'm not really I'm not practicing as much as I should be, uh, because I choose to spend more time with my family. Um, but I'm I'm still playing the two weekends before the events, and then the you know I don't I don't fly in until Thursday night for the events so i don't even get to walk the fields half the time uh more more than man. what's that
1: because you're working man
0: It's yeah and and my job well my goal eventually uh i wouldn't I mean
1: st- you're flying from vegas after you know being on the poles all all night i mean it's kind of hard
0: what are you gonna do i hey, gotta make that dollar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh <laughs> yeah exactly making it rain um, <laughs> but uh but you know i'm hoping you know to eventually i I would love to be in the sport somehow what you know if it's not playing um i would love to be involved somehow if it's doing this podcast uh if it's bringing it live at events if it's with a company or something i just would love to stay involved in the sport somehow because i feel like it's just kind of my second home and it it feels right
1: really on that man (laughs) i uh... You know, definitely been feeling that in the, uh, past three years of, uh, working offshore and, um, you know, changing everything to, uh, going from every weekend, no matter what it was, like I said, uh, if it was holidays, birthdays, it didn't matter what it was. I was playing baseball. Graduation. I missed graduation yeah. for, for Chicago, you know, it was, um, a Chicago event, Mm-hmm. Um, Didn't walk down, graduated, you know, my mom was there and uh, friends were cheering and stuff, but um, I got to hear about it, but I wasn't there. (laughs) I chose, you know, this life. Yeah. Well,
0: I mean, that's... And you you think about it all, though. You know, if you would have made these small other decisions, you wouldn't be where you are now. You wouldn't have the family you have now. You wouldn't be the person you are now. So, Mm -hmm. I believe everything happens for a reason, and uh, I believe what you... Put into life and, and what positivity you bring forth to yourself and others is what kind of radiates off of you and, and reflects your life in that manner, whatever you want, however you want to say it. But, uh, but yeah, it's it's weird, man. It was it was kind of tough for me, like kind of seeing you walk away from the game because um, I know I had I had took a little bit of a break there, you know, at the end of uh, I think it was 2009 is when I stepped away when, what year was it when you, when you stopped? Um, you're
1: looking at, uh, 2014,
0: 15. Shit. That was right when I came back pretty much.
1: Yeah. And, um, you know, like I said, I went out, it it was a, uh, a knee injury. Couldn't really, uh, Played the last event to uh, my fullest capability. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, wound up getting hired on with the, the company that I work for now. And uh, it was, uh, you know, three weeks on, three weeks off. I couldn't make the commitment that I needed to make to uh, stay at that level.
0: Now, the, uh, the years with the Iron Man. You were with them during both of their uh, back-to-back World Cup wins.
1: Who do you think won them? <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> there is yeah. that. No, uh, that was a uh, that was an amazing part of my paintball career was uh, that adventure, that um, that breakdown of. Everyone putting forth the effort, you know, whether it be from uh the team, you know, whether it be uh you know, in the beginning it was Oliver, Mr. U, Paxson, Ryan Williams, Mouse, Marcello, Billy Sharansky, um, Todd Adamson. And mm-hmm. they went up you know, we went up losing some of those guys and we wound up picking uh Crunchy up, uh, Sean uh Sean was uh, one of our uh, ballers out there. Uh, we had Shane Passana as our coach. Um, I mean, Shane Passana in itself was a uh, a huge, huge deal in my uh, paintball career. To uh, you know, see him where he was, you know, and I idolized that guy. Yeah, and have him um, become my coach. Um, and break down the game to me, you know, how he thinks about it. It was a uh, was a big thing, and yeah. uh, you know, my first event with them was L.A. And uh, we we're in L.A. Like, I mean, we were in Compton, I think. I don't even know where we were. We we're in Get Up, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, we wound up, you know fighting tooth and nail and uh, you know we probably well myself I didn't practice with the guys more than a day and uh, we just started gelling man Um, I uh, made it onto the uh, you know first squad or penalty squad and stuff like that we were going up against the Russians and um, in the finals and I remember it was me and Paxson thing was it me and Paxson on, on four and we're in the corners, and, um, it was, you know, tied up and, and we're just like, yo man, we gotta go. And, uh, I seen him shrieking. So I, I, I just took off down snake and, uh, we met at the flag station, man. And we were like, <laughs> fucking did it. <laughs> you know, that was a, uh, Uplifting experience, you know, it, it made you feel like, um, you know, brought you back to uh, being a kid again, having fun, mm-hmm. you know, starting off in the woods and just that excitement of, uh, shooting, shooting people. Love
0: it. Now, was that with the, was that the first World Cup win or the second one?
1: That was the, the, the first win as, la ironman for me and that was la that was the first event of the oh
0: year. yeah yeah gotcha gotcha
1: so um we went from there and um we went to um you know the following events and, and we we're doing uh we did a second place the next event over at um mao which was uh you know just like uh kind of like a mental breakdown, I think, Mm -hmm. you know, took a team lightly and, um, then, you know, just kept putting forth the effort, you know, whether it was, uh, on Saturdays and Sundays or, uh, weekdays, you know, we met up, uh, we did drills or, you know, uh, myself and Oliver would meet up, work out and just challenge each other, man. I mean, it was a, uh, that was a real, uh, real brotherhood of, you know, just pushing each other, not egos and, and stuff like that. It was uh, very humbling of just wanting the team to be the best mm-hmm. and uh, pushing each other, you know. And um, you know, came the came the World Cup. You know, we had um, also uh, Miko, who was an amazing player out of Finland went to the Russian Legion shallow media um uh amazing player out of Brazil um, that went to Russian Legion and came to Ironman and you know we had all this background of, uh, of winners and we wound up you know forming this uh cohesive unit where we were able to uh push each other to that next level mm-hmm. and um you know it, it didn't matter like i said it, it was monday through friday it didn't matter you know monday through sunday it, it it was let's get better you know whether it be um on a athletic level or a uh, you know paintball athletic level mm-hmm. you know there's gun fighting or running shooting or, or just being able to uh, have that ability to keep on going, you know, point after point, game after game. You know, uh, so I, I think that was a, uh, a big thing.
0: So after, uh, so you guys win World Cup the first year, you uh, win it the second year. um what happened after that? Why the why the push to infamous? What was the what was the reasoning?
1: Um. Once again, I mean, uh, it comes into uh, you know sponsorship and, and and things of that nature of you know where you're going to be able to uh, get as a player your worth and stuff like that and mm-hmm. um, you know. I, at that point, you know, looking back at it now, you know, I had a, a great run on Infamous and a great run on Iron Man, But, I mean, you know, it was more of a, uh, a thing for me to, you know, once again, try and set myself up for the future. I went up working for Empire, you know, I was working for Guy when I was. I was playing for Ironman, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, it was just a, uh, a thing for me to, uh,
0: more or less find a career than, uh, yeah. any...
1: Exactly. You know, and, um, you know, once again, uh, looking at the players that were involved on that team, you know, we had a, uh, a good, strong core, you know, we had, um, John Richardson, uh, Rusty Glaze, uh, Marcel Margot, um, Bobby Aviles, uh I mean, all top-notch players where you're like, all right, you know, we're going to be putting ourselves up to win. And, and we did win. I mean, uh, we just, um, you know, fell short a couple times. But, um, I mean, that's... And that team was a
0: uh, a team to you reckon with as well Mhm you know that's about any team you were on though man you you have this ability to also turn yeah. these meek naive little players into something to be feared on the paintball field because you bring out i mean you you can take a guy who's who's confident in their play but you know kind of you know still pretty naive and you you can take them to that level to where they're they're willing themselves onto the other team as far as you know either being down the field or willing that paintball down the field to to hit that guy and be that much more confident in themselves and just and to be fucking mad and angry at the world when you're out there and just letting nothing stop you i think that's one of your biggest attributes as a teammate um is is doing just that
1: Thank you. Appreciate that. I mean, uh, I definitely strived sh- when, uh, you know, I got to that level, you know, on excessive when they showed me the way, the path of, you know, what I needed to be hmm. to, uh, to Ironman, uh, uh, of getting the most out of each player that I could, even if, you know, the, the player was at my level or, you know, beneath me or whatever it was. Um, you know, same thing when I went to infamous, it was, you know, trying to, uh, show these guys that it doesn't matter who's on the other side of the field. Like you got the ability. Yeah. And that was a, uh, pretty, pretty fun experience. You know, I, I think back on it now and, uh, definitely, uh, miss that. I think that's why, you know, um, kind of you know been at a game for three years and um been having that itch you know I meet people that are uh, paintballers and stuff like that that I run into whether it be in an airport or you know on an oil rig or wherever that you know oh yo you play paintball (laughs) and it's like yeah I used to
0: yeah
1: you know uh but now it's, you know, more like, um, you know, wanting to want to give back a little more, mm-hmm. you know, a, after, uh, everything that I've been able to, uh, see through, um, you know, my eyes, you know, being in through, uh, tough times, you know, hard times, good times, and, um, you know, where I'm at now, you know, and, um definitely just like you said uh, when you came back you were uh, you know missing it and you know once you got back into it you were uh, you know it's the second home Mhm.
0: yeah it's like riding a bike so, and, and, yeah. if, and if all of you out there are wondering what that music is in the background it's uh, go do your homework and that's Heroes for a Day the Excessive Story and, uh, <laughs> you should, you yeah, should watch mine. it
1: I, I actually, uh, put that on, uh, show my, uh, my kids for the first time, <laughs> and my, uh, and my wife.
0: They haven't I've seen been. it yet? Or your wife hasn't seen that yet?
1: No, I kind of just, paintball was over when I left. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, uh, didn't want to keep on, you know, seeing it, you know, and having that, uh. That itch, you know, that want to uh, do it, or that—that's our case.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. That, yeah. that movie, that movie to me is something that I can. I I can sit down and watch it, and it'd be like the first time ever watching it, uh, all the time. Like I, you know, because I, I, I relive that movie through my eyes. You know, I can only imagine what it was like for you, especially you know watching towards the middle and end half when it was kind of following you through that seven-man win in denver and um you know and even even through that little hiccup at the millennium event i don't know if it was germany or where it was where it's like you had you guys are kind of button heads and
1: yeah that was the uh the first event over in germany
0: just just kind of watching that uh and then the hotel scene and everything it was just it's brings you right back in the moment and I think that's what's so special about that movie. What? That, that I, that I uh,
1: what was it, a puss and cried? Yeah, what, is it wasn't
0: a puss. That's all emotion, man. That's that's come. That's real. That's realness right there.
1: <laughs> and that's that was a <laughs> me not wanting to jump across the bed and start punching people. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but it was caring, man. It was it was something you dedicate your life to and you care about, and it was just the all emotion i loved it
1: yeah i mean uh yeah you hear it in the background that's literally the first time i've even i i was just skipping through the scenes and um it's probably the first time in like i said like three four years that i actually like put that video in
0: mm. yeah there was i don't know if you'll remember this but there was i forget what event it was but there was something where i like uh I remember you were in the pit I think I I think you were in the pit just not in that point I ran down like the snake side or something and and I missed the guy or I got shot really quick and I came in the pit and I remember you looked at me and you go stop trying to be the superstar and I was like I I looked at you and I was like I'm not trying to be the superstar I'm just trying to win for this team and I like I broke because I was like I was I just got off the point I was like all emotional and I just wanted to like I just wanted to help the team win and then, like, yeah. you were one of the guys I looked up to, and he just yelled at me. I'm like, fuck. God damn it. But <laughs> but it was one of those one things where it's kind of just put me in my place. And uh... No, I
1: remember that, dude. And, and you could say I'm lying or whatever you want. But I, I definitely remember uh, that situation, that that, that point. And um, I think that was the way that, you know, I was brought up was just uh, hard in your face. Like, you know that's how I got to tell you, you know, and that's mm-hmm. how you know, I was told. And uh, I I knew you were an amazing player. So I think I was just trying to break it down to you, but, you know, I'm uh, not that good with words. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it works. It works, man. It's But I think that's one of the tougher things in paintball as a, as a front player or as someone who's as a, aggressive as we were, um, still are, is being able to slow down when when all you know is just you when your job is to be the guy to go make shit happen right Uh be be alive and go down the field turn guns make shit happen and it's hard to pump the brakes but i've i've i mean through yourself and you know uh you know throughout the years i've i've slowly learned to kind of find that paintball patience i've been kind of preaching that lately the, the paintball patience the timing and knowing when to move and and uh I've, I've slowly come into my yeah. own with that.
1: Agents, time awareness, field awareness. I mean, to try and break that down to people. And, uh, you know, if they're a paintball player, they kind of grasp it a little bit. But at the same time, you know, if they're so raw, they're like, fuck, are you talking about, bro? I just want to <laughs> yeah. like, what do you mean I communicate? Yeah. Like, well, communication is like, of this game, you know what's Mm -hmm. going on field awareness.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, dude, I could sit here for another two hours and talk to you, but I, I can hear the little one upstairs, his little footsteps running around. He's supposed to be in bed. So I need to go help with that.
1: Yeah. brother. (laughs) Well, uh, it was great. I really appreciate you, uh, reaching out to me, you know, being a, uh, a, a dude of the past, you know, and, uh, I will, uh, I'll check
0: you out. No, for sure, man. I, I've, I've always wanted to, you know, have the conversations with the guys that I looked up to and that I got to experience this game with. And you are definitely one of those guys, and I wanted to have you on here. And I thank you for, uh, for coming on here for me.
1: Well, uh, good luck with uh, the podcast. Good luck with the team and uh, the little one, of course, most important. And love you, man. Be good.
0: Love you too, man. We'll talk to you soon. I'll I'll keep in touch. All
1: right. Peace.
0: All right. See you, bud. Nikki, new school, Cuba. Dude, I could talk to that guy forever, man. He's he's like a big brother to me, and I, I was so glad I was able to talk to him. Um, I miss playing with him. That like, guy's a riot, and you know I was. It was cool to see him be a part of the Iron Man, and uh, a, you know, a part of Infamous, and just every team he was on, he was a big part of. And he, he's a big personality and uh i miss that guy um but uh you know he, i mean it's cool that he's getting back into the game uh in, in ways with coaching uh, that team and and possibly playing soon you never know i mean i'd love to see that guy back but uh thank you nick for uh for joining me i had a great time uh, another quick thank you to our sponsors, Dr. Paintball. You can head over to drpaintball.com and check out all of the, uh, the inventory they have and all the goodies of paintball info over there. Um, also to Charm City, you can find them on Facebook at charmcitypaintball.com. Uh, all the fabrics, all the headbands, the head wraps, all that goodness is over on their Facebook page. Uh, also to Carbon Paintball. Thank you for sponsoring this podcast. They have the base layers, the SC line uh, with pants, jersey. They now have uh, a headband out. Make sure you check them out at carbonpaintball.com. And lastly, thank you to Planet Eclipse for making the best markers on the planet, like the LV-1, well, the LVR, which is what I shoot, and I enjoy it thoroughly, and I will tell it to the end. Uh, I love those things man I finally converted well I didn't convert but I, I feel like I helped get uh, <laughs> get uh, some of the guys switched over to shooting um, an LV-1 or an LVR I know LJ on our team now is shooting an LV-1 and um, and who else I know it's a couple other people switched over I think I saw j shooting one Keith Brown just switched over <laughs> so <laughs> we're turning them Uh, But but thank you to Planet Eclipse for sponsoring this podcast. And a big thank you to you, each and every listener, for listening to the Playing On podcast. I appreciate it. Thank you for all the support. Thank you for all the kind words and for just, you know, listening, period. I'm glad you're enjoying it. I'm enjoying doing this. Uh, So thank you to everybody. And if you are... Wondering where you can find me? I'm over on uh, Instagram at cmarkizzle, also at the Playing On podcast, and I have a Facebook page which is Carl Microwave Markowski, and uh, and the Playing On podcast is on Facebook as well. I'm working on a website. It will be up. It'll kind of be like a bio thing. Um, you know, I'll probably have some podcast stuff up there too, and and maybe even. Um, you have some eventually if i get around to it some daily vlogs it's just tough with everybody everything going on <laughs> so i have a lot of stuff going on but uh, but thank you everybody for listening and we will catch you again here soon on the playing on podcast peace